Shalom, dear friends. I'm very thankful to the Lord to be able to study together with you the Word of God, and especially now as we start a new series called The Eight Covenants of God. In Hebrew, it is called Shmone Habritot Shel Elohim. This is a very important study because studying the eight covenants which God had made with mankind will help us to rightly divide the word of truth. I'm very thankful for the many who have already taught on this subject, for which I'm very grateful, and I'm just like to continue on and to have another a presentation of the eight covenants that God have made with all humanity. Um, first of all, I would like to mention that there is a very interesting verse that is found in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 7, uh, when God has spoken to his people Israel before Israel have entered into the promised land, there by the shore, in uh, uh, on the other side of the Jordan, Moses said by the word of the Lord in Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 9, saying to Israel, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant. In Hebrew, Shomer Brit. Shomer Brit. In Hebrew, the same verse is... Uh, sound like this, Ki Adonai Elohecha, Hu HaElohim, HaEl HaNeeman Shomer HaBrit. It is fascinating because Moses was saying to the people of Israel that God is a God that keep covenants. He made them, but he also keep them. We ourselves are not always faithful to keep covenants to keep promises. Many times we have broken promises and broken covenants that we have made and agreements that we have made with one another. But God is different. Our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this creator God is a God that never breaks any covenant which he makes with men. And so the word of God present before us eight covenants Shmone Britot, that God have made with the human race. And so, we are going to have some uh, a time of introduction, and then we will follow uh, one session at a time, we'll cover all these eight covenants that God have made. I would like to read another verse for you, my dear friend, which is found in the book of Psalms. And in Psalm 115, we read these words. It says in verse 1, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory, for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is now their God? But notice what we read in verse 3. But our God is in the heavens. He has done whatsoever 
he hath pleased. In other words, the psalmist of Israel is saying that God is in heaven and he has done whatsoever he pleases. And because God is sovereign, he can do as he pleases, especially as he makes covenant with humanity, with the creatures, with the mankind which he had placed here in this universe. There's another verse that we can read together as we are uh, presenting an introduction to these uh, eight covenants. In uh, Psalm 135, we read in verse 5 and 6, For I know that the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatsoever the Lord pleased, that did he in heaven and in earth, in the seas and all deep places. So my dear friends, dear friends, I would like to emphasize the fact today as we present this, uh, uh, you might say, introduction to the eight covenants which God have made with mankind to remind us all that God is a sovereign God. God is sovereign. The Hebrew word for sovereign is ribon, and he is in charge of his creation. And because he is the creator who is in charge over his creation, he does as he pleases. And therefore he gave eight specific covenant which he made with humanity, some of them with all humanity, and some of them with the nation of Israel for the benefit of all mankind. And as we're going to take one step at a time, we're going to look over all these uh, eight covenants which God have made with the human race. There is another thing that is very important for us to grasp, that God had placed at the Creatures, the mankind, he placed you and I here in this world, so we will enjoy the benefit of his creation. It is fascinating to think about it, because you and I are created by God. Of course, we are descendants of Adam and Eve, and God placed us here in this world. Of course, when God created this world, he created this world for our own blessing and pleasure. And of course, sadly, this world is not as it was at first, but nevertheless, we enjoy the benefit that God had provided for us because he placed us here in this world. Isaiah reminded Israel by saying to Israel in Isaiah chapter 42 and verses uh, uh, 5 and 6, Listen to what we read in this 42nd chapter. Thus saith God, the Lord, He that created the heavens and stretched them out, He that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, He that giveth breath unto the people upon it and spirit to them that walk therein. It is all of God, my dear friend. It is God who have created the heavens and earth for his own pleasure 
and he created mankind and placed man here in this world. And so, once we realize this, that God is sovereign, and that God has a providence over all the universe, he knows what's going on in this, in this universe, he's a, a, in control over the affairs of this world, it gives us comfort and joy uh, to trust in this God of ours, who is a, a sovereign God, is a God of providence. He placed us here for his own pleasure and for blessing for us here in this world. And he made covenant with the whole human race. So now, the third thing that I want to point out in this session is the the process, in the process of the time, God have made eight covenants with mankind. Let me uh, give you the names of these eight covenants, which are, uh, are found throughout the Tanakh, that is the Hebrew scriptures, from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Jeremiah. So the first covenant that God have made with men he made this covenant, it is called the covenant with Adam in the Garden of Eden before Adam fell into sin. That covenant is mentioned in Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 to 30 and in Genesis chapter 2 verses 15 to 17. I'm just making a note here to remind us all that this first covenant was in Eden, in Eden, with Adam as the federal head of all humanity. But this covenant was made with Adam in his innocency before he fell into sin and plunged the whole human race into sin. This covenant is the covenant that God made with Adam before his fall in the Garden of Eden. Second covenant that we have in the Word of God is the covenant that God also made with Adam. But he made this covenant with Adam after his fall, after his disobedience. This covenant is also made with Adam, and Adam is a federal head of all humanity. And Adam is now, as a sinner, God made a second a covenant with Adam and all the human race, as Adam is the a federal head. But this covenant was made with Adam after his fall, and it was still it was given to Adam while he was still in the Garden of Eden before God had chased him out of the Garden of Eden after he had fallen into sin of disobedience and there he plunged the whole human race into sin. So the second covenant, which was made with Adam, was made with him after the fall still in the Garden of Eden, before Adam was chasing him and Eve, his wife, out of this Garden of Eden. In Hebrew, it's called Gan Eden, the Garden of Delight. And Adam 
now received the second covenant that God had made with him, but now he's no longer in his innocency, but he's a fallen man, disobedience to God, and God had to chasten Adam and Eve out of this garden of delight. The third covenant that we have in the word of God is a covenant that God made with Noah, Noah in Hebrew, and this covenant was made with Noah after the flood of God's judgment upon this world because of the human race departure from him, then God had to judge this world and make a covenant with Adam, descendant, which is Noah, and his uh, uh, Noah, and those that are really are descendants, you might say, of Noah, which is again, Noah is the federal head of this new race, you might say, which is uh, 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 those that came out of the loins of Noah and his uh, wife, uh, their three sons and their three daughters-in-law. That covenant is found in Genesis chapter 9, in the first 19 verses, and this covenant is called the covenant of God with Noah. This covenant was made again with Noah, who was the federal head now of all those that are uh, uh, following after him. These are descendants, of course, from Adam through Noah, and that covenant called the Noahic a covenant, the covenant that God have made with Noah. Now, from there on, we have additional five covenants, and these next five covenants God actually made with Abraham and his descendants, Isaac and Jacob, who became Israel, and those five other covenants God made with Israel the descendants of Abraham. And so, the Abrahamic covenant, or the covenant that God made with Abraham, is now the fourth covenant that we have in the Word of God. And it is found in Genesis chapter 12, chapter 13, chapter 15, and of course, chapter 17, and all the way to chapter 22 of the book of Genesis. It is called the Abrahamic Covenant, the covenant that God had made with one man, which he had chosen out of all the nations of the world, Abraham by name, Avram, which his name was changed to Abraham, and he was now a father, a father of a, a, a nation that is known to be in the word of God as the nation called Israel, Israel, which descended from Abraham through Isaac, through Yaakov, Jacob, the fathers of the nation of Israel. This is the fourth covenant that we have in the word of God. Next, of course, we have a fifth covenant. And that fifth covenant was a covenant that was made with the people of Israel by Mount Sinai. In Hebrew, it is called 
et Brit Har Sinai, God, after he have taken the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, he brought our forefathers Israel into the mount called Mount Sinai, Har Sinai, and there through Moshe, through Moses, he had given this covenant that is called the uh, Mount Sinai covenant, which is found in Exodus chapter 19 and Exodus chapter 20. In fact, it is stretching all throughout the Pentateuch, Chamishachum Sheitorah in Hebrew, the five books of Moses, specifically from Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Shmot Vaikra Bamidbar Vedvarim in the Hebrew language. This is the fifth covenant that God have made, but this time, like the Abrahamic, it's also made with the descendants of Abraham, the children of Israel, who came out of the land of Egypt, thereby Mount Sinai, God made this a covenant with the nation of Israel. As time passed by, God made an additional covenant with the people of Israel, and this is the covenant that he made with Israel with respect to the promised land. This covenant is called the land covenant, and God made this covenant with the people of Israel, promising the people of Israel that he will give them the land, this is the land of Canaan, for their possession. And this covenant, land covenant, is found in the book of Deuteronomy. Even before Israel entered into the promised land, in anticipation of the people of Israel entering into the promised land, God had promised through Moshe, through Moses, to the people of Israel, that the land of Canaan will be Israel's possession because God has sought to give his earthly people that land that he has chosen for himself and for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This will be the land covenant. It is the sixth covenant that God had made with the children of Israel. As time passed by, and Israel have entered into the promised land, God made a seventh covenant, which is the fourth covenant with the people of Israel, and that covenant is called the covenant of God with the king of Israel, King David, Hamelech David. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, the Davidic covenant was made with uh, David and his descendants, the David and his descendants who came out of the tribe of Yehuda to the house of David, they will reign a king and David's descendant will always rule over the nation of Israel to represent God before the nation of Israel. And so that is called the Davidic covenant. And that is the seventh covenant that God made in totality, but the fourth 
covenant that God have made with the people of Israel. And of course, we have the uh, covenant number eight, the eighth covenant, and that is called the Brit Chadasha, the new covenant. And that covenant God made once again with the whole house of Israel, with the house of Judah and the whole house of Israel. And this is called the Brit Chadasha, the new covenant. And this covenant was uh, uh, is found in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31. And this covenant was made as a promise to the people of Israel based upon the grace of God, which God will provide for the nation of Israel and through them for the whole nations of the world. And this would be the fifth covenant that God had made with the children of Israel. And so as we have learned thus far, God have made eight covenants, the eight covenants of God. All these covenants he made with the human race, with mankind, which he had placed here in this world. And God is a sovereign God, as we have already mentioned, that he is God who is reborn. In Hebrew, reborn means sovereign. It is his creation, and it is uh, his humanity, and he is the one who made covenant with the creation which he has made. And at the same time, his, his providence is over all. And he can see all things. He knows what's going on in this world which he had made. And he's providing for humanity these eight covenants. Three of them he made with all humanity. And five of them he made specifically with the nation of Israel. But for the benefit of all the human race. If we will learn to accept this, as we see this from the Word of God, it will help us, my dear friends, it will help us to grasp the wonderful truths that we learn from the Word of God concerning His plan and His purposes for the whole human race. Now, I would like to emphasize once again that the first three covenants which God have made were made with all humanity through the federal heads. First of all, it was Adam, who was the federal head of all human race. And of course, he is the one that represented all of us. But then, after time passes by and God had to judge the whole world and to destroy all the human race except Noah, his wife and their three children and uh, their wives, God now made a new covenant. And of course, uh, Noah became now as the one that began, you might say, the, uh, the head of the new world after the flood. And so together with Adam and Noah, God made three covenants for the whole human race. And then out of the whole human race, for one reason or another, God is sovereign. He has chosen one man out of all human race. And his name was Avram. 
Avraham. And Avraham was chosen by God that through Avram, God is going to bless the world. But as he's uh, going to bless the world, he has separated Abram, Avram from all the nations of the world. And through Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God have created a nation called Israel. And so to Abraham and their, and his descendants, God had given five additional covenants. And these covenants were set before us as the Abrahamic covenant, the Harsinai covenant, the land covenant, the Davidic covenant with the house of David, and the Brit Hadashah, the new covenant that God have made with the household of Israel and the household of Judah. We will continue in our next session for the introduction to see what God is now telling us by way of introduction concerning these eight covenants of God. Well, until next time, God bless you, my friend. We will say... Shalom, shalom.